1: The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio.
2: that's SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. President Biden expected to name Jeff Zients as his new chief of staff. Zients ran the administration's response to the COVID pandemic at the beginning of Biden's term. The current chief of staff Ron Klein is preparing to leave the job officials say sometime in the next coming 2 to 3 weeks. Authorities still searching for the gunman who opened fire on a south of the Southern California ballroom following a Lunar New Year party late last night and in the last few minutes officials say they have found a van now that matches the description of a van that the alleged gunman was driving in that van there is the body of a dead man. But we're still not being told if that is the shooter. The investigation continues. In the incident last night, 10 people were killed, 10 were wounded. This is SRN News.
3: This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy.
4: President Biden's document scandal receives growing scrutiny, including scrutiny on the timing. Senator Tom Cotton. In a transparent effort to
5: avoid political consequences
1: in that election.
4: Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com.
1: Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11. Here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio.
5: Each week, AM 1280 The Patriot highlights a great local business. Supporting these Twin Cities businesses not only supports our economy, but also supports AM 1280 The Patriot. Find area business owners with remarkable work ethics and shared values by tuning in weekdays at 9:04 a.m. and 6:04 p.m. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. Time to look at your weather forecast tonight. Low around 12 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Monday, partly sunny, high around 30 degrees. Stay tuned.
1: to Victory Hour moments away. AM-1280, The Patriot.
6: Mount Calvary Lutheran Preschool in Richfield believes parents are a child's first teachers. We nurture the seeds of faith and learning with hands-on experiences in a creative learning atmosphere. We offer flexible programming, mornings or afternoons, a couple of days per week or full-time, along with early drop-off and late pickup. We recognize the uniqueness of every family situation, See for yourself on Monday, January 23rd at our open house from 4 to 6. Search Mount Calvary Preschool Richfield for more information and join us January 23rd.
4: Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you.
2: Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Twin Cities attorneys, a partner men can count on, 952-209-2929, online at cordellcordell.com, offices in Edina.
1: Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot.
2: Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year, leading to injuries and death. They know that if someone doesn't lawfully comply or resists, force may have to be used to obtain compliance. Nobody likes it, especially police. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Don't argue, resist, or flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org.
5: Save $400 when you trade in your old salt hog water softener now at Commerce Water. You'll also save an average of 700 gallons of water and over 300 pounds of salt this year. Do it right the first time with wet
1: technology from Commerce.com. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM-1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The
2: views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
1: It's time now for a Smart Plane Talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker.
0: I'm
3: impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big
6: connections, and I follow
3: It's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and that means it's the best hour of radio during the entire week. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and each week we talk politics, Israel, and the law. Try to bring you some perspectives you've been thinking about, but haven't heard much about from other pundits or mainstream media, certainly. And this week will be no different as we are joined again, a repeat guest on the Victory Hour, because it's interesting stuff that you're all looking for, and that is the founder and chief executive of the Upper Midwest Law Center, Doug Seton, joins us uh, today on the show. And if you have not heard of or... Uh, visited or gathered information about the Upper Midwest Law Center, you should do that. UMLC.org, go there. You will see a listing of legal cases on protecting our freedom and enhancing liberty uh, through the judicial process. That's what the Upper Midwest Law Center does. And we're going to talk with Doug in a little bit about some of the key cases that they have launched in the protection of your freedom, your liberty. Thank you, if you go to the website, I was struck by Lady Justice standing there with the scales of justice uh, teetering back and forth. Nobody with their finger on the scale No additional weight on one side or the other. Indeed, Lady Justice blindfolded. That's right. Justice is blind, rich or poor, no matter what race, color, creed, or religious belief. That is the foundation of justice in this great country. But we have seen that fundamental principle be eroded of late and it is dangerous. I have seen it myself and it is affecting me directly as political charges have been brought against me attacking my law license not in Minnesota, out of state down in Arizona because I had the gall to bring You know, what was a perfectly acceptable, in fact, excellent complaint in a lawsuit regarding using voting machines, electronic machines, to count and tabulate our votes in a black box. I had the gall to bring that action. And now I'm being attacked for it. Well, I'm not going to back down. 25 years in a row, as named a super lawyer here in the state of Minnesota, having started three law firms, never having gotten so much as a complaint in over 30, almost 35 years of legal practice. This case was no different in terms of the excellence of which we brought to the courtroom. Oh, but the result was far different. And it was an attack on our firm. Lady Justice holding the scales blindfolded would be ashamed. But we're going to fight it. And, uh, you know, if you're on the wrong side of the political spectrum, does that mean... That your voice is now going to be chilled? Have you heard about cancel culture? It is rearing its ugly head, and it has reached the justice system, our judicial process, unfortunately. <clears throat> All right, uh, pull out that number two pencil and yellow pad and jot this down. Next week, we're going to have Congressman Pete Stauber on the show. The week after, Congressman Brad Finstad will be on the show. Couple weeks after that, Michelle Fishbach will be on the show, and right after that, Angie Craig. And into March, we're going to have Tom Emmer on the show. Yes, our congressional delegation doing their annual sojourn trip to the Victory Hour. Yes, indeed, <laughs> as we get them all, and we will hear what is happening now in the Republican-controlled. House of Representatives over the next several weeks. So make sure to join in on the Victory Hour. We are now joined by Douglas Seaton, a partner of mine in days gone by at the big firm downtown here in uh, Minneapolis. What a fantastic firm it was. uh, Spawning many law firms. uh, One that Doug started uh, right around the same time, uh, I think a little before I started my firm, and we both uh, have had some, really some wonderful blessings, and we're grateful for the successes and success that we've had. But many other law firms were spawned from that firm as well, and Doug has now gone on to be the founder and CEO of the Upper Midwest Law Center A think tank law firm, uh, I would call it, one that really analyzes public policy issues and goes after some of the most difficult that others may not touch, politically sensitive and important for our freedom and our liberty, as I talked about at the top. And I welcome you once again to the Victory Hour, Douglas Seaton. Thank
4: you, Andy. Very glad to be with you again.
3: Doug, I you remember
4: know, fondly those days we were together yeah. uh, back at that firm. Thirteen firms I counted came out of the Oh yeah.
3: I'm not surprised.
4: Thirteen.
3: And <laughs> so and it's most all of them quite good. Very yeah. strong. Great, great group of lawyers there. Uh Doug, you know, uh, and maybe this will give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about the Upper Midwest Law Center when I uh I've visited the website a number of times, and you have prominently displayed on your website, appropriately so, Lady Justice blindfolded, holding the scales of justice. Why is it that you picked uh, uh, that picture for UMLC?
4: Well, we thought it was a good representation of the way, the way the law should work. Obviously, as in a lot of other respects, we fall short of our ideals at times, In the law, but that is the ideal. The ideal is equality before the law, blind justice, no regard for politics, race, uh, social class, anything else in coming before the law. The law should be a matter for equal equal outcomes for people, irrespective of all of those considerations. And unfortunately, sometimes we fall short of that. But we do our best to ensure that is the principle. Uh, of our cases and of the results as far as we hope uh, they will turn out. Uh, And you know, Andy, that we've been around now for four years. Mm -hmm. This is our fifth year, so we think we've gotten over the three-year mark. It's sometimes the the demise of lots of uh, organizations, and we're doing well. We're growing. We're adding uh, lawyers if all goes well. And our objective always, we're a a nonprofit. We're a, a 501c3. Uh, donations, please, from your <laughs> listeners. If anybody's in a position to help us out, that's the only way we're, we've survived. We have no foundation money. We're purely supported by individual donors in Minnesota who want to assure we do have equality before the law and that our constitutional rights remain uh, uh, remain in our hands and in our hearts and that we are able to exercise them without... Uh, without fear and concern, and, and we know that isn't always true. We've fought against the kind, of, uh, the kind of cancel culture you've experienced. I've had my own charges brought, all dismissed uh, several times, and it is what you face if you do take those rights seriously and try to exercise them and defend them against those who would, uh, who would suppress them for those they don't agree with, and we have plenty of that going on I'm afraid, largely on the side of the progressives these days. They are the ones who want to cancel. They're the ones who want to uh, drive other points of view off off the air, uh, off the paper, off the paper, uh, off every medium we've got. So we fight back against that along with many other yeah, they,
3: you know, to their mind, they're sterilizing the marketplace of ideas. You don't, you don't pick and choose in the marketplace of yes. ideas. You let all of it come forth, and the best ideas percolate to the top. And, yes. uh, you know, if, if it is not done that way, you end up with a fascist, dictatorial, uh, hegemonic regime that wants to control all. Doug Seton, uh, founder and CEO of the Upper Midwest Law Center. Yes, indeed. Make sure that you continue to listen in today because by the end of the show, you're going to want to go to UMLC, umlc umlc.org, and contribute to support Lady Justice holding the scales blindfolded with no one with their finger on the scale. We're going to be talking Uh, with Doug after this short break about HF3 on felony voting. We're going to talk about public data. We're going to talk about denial of vaccine exemptions. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you, you got to stay with us. It's interesting stuff. We're going to talk also about election procedures. Many of you call in on that issue, and today will be a good one for you to listen to uh, because there are some cases in the justice system that are uh, moving forward on election procedures to hopefully bring them back to some sanity. We'll be back after this short break. You're listening to The Victory. Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. Go to parkerdk.com to learn more about the Premier Law Firm, downtown Minneapolis. Stay with us. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis.
5: Have you filed for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. We understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. Operators are standing by to help you.
4: 800-296-1553. 800-296-1553. 296
3: 1553 That's 800-296-1553. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. First, the counsel. Go to MyPillow.com and take a look at the outstanding extended product line that they have. We're talking top quality products. How do I know? Because I have them. Slippers and slip-ons, robes, towel sets, throw blankets and loungewear. All best in class. And when you're done taking care of yourself, take care of the dogs too. They have outstanding dog beds. Now for the winning results. Results happen once you order. So pick up your number two pencil and your yellow pad and jot this down. 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com. Place your complete order. And with the offer code VICTORY, you get up to 66% off. That's right. VICTORY for 66% off. (laughs) back what a sunday afternoon we are joined on the victory hour by founder and president of the upper midwest law center doug seaton he also has the claim to fame or maybe it's my claim to fame of uh, being a one-time partner of mine at a large law firm <laughs> downtown minneapolis yes indeed we uh We are friends that uh, go way back, and Doug is doing some great work. I wanted to have him on the show again to talk about some of the cases that they uh, are in the midst of at the Upper Midwest Law Center. Doug, tell us a little bit about uh, uh, felons. So if you go and you murder someone nowadays, you can still vote so long as you... uh, uh have have done your incarceration
4: that's correct as you mentioned earlier Andy. the house file three if it is passed would try we think it's just really an attempt that'll fail ultimately but they will try if that bill passes to say that if you simply walk out the prison gate you can walk right to the polling place and put your vote in and that's just not what our Constitution in Minnesota says. The Constitution says you've got to have your rights, your civil rights fully restored in order to be rehabilitated uh, as, a, as a felon. And we find that uh, this bill would not do that. It would simply say, if you still had fines and penalties outstanding, if you hadn't paid restitution, if you hadn't successfully completed probation or parole, uh, those things wouldn't matter, and you'd still be able to vote. We know that's wow. wrong. We know that's wrong. The Minnesota Constitution, I don't think, will allow it. And so we're primed to sue if that if we have the right case to be able to bring to challenge that bill if it passes. And you and I know, we've been there before, that you can challenge legislation passed by our legislature if it is fails to pass constitutional muster. I did it when we had bills that failed the single subject, single title requirement in our Constitution, and we stopped those pieces of legislation from going into effect. And that's what we'll do if House File 3 passes and tries to rehabilitate felons before they've completed every portion of their, uh, of their sentence. That's what must be done in order to have civil rights restored under our Constitution. And you can't do it piecemeal. They're trying to say you can go and vote. Even though the rest of your civil rights are not restored, that's not how it works. You're either fully restored in civil rights or not.
3: Listen, and, and there is a, a concept uh, of uh, redemption that you know is foundational for us uh, all as well—the Judeo-Christian foundation of of redemption. Uh, but going through that process is not some quick fix. Now, incarceration is not quick, nor is it easy. Everyone knows that. But there are a number of other things that go to restoring and paying, basically paying your debt to society. And those are, are listed. You've listed some of them through the judicial process. And uh, uh, I, I don't understand. Who, who is it that wants to shortcut this to get the felons into the voting booth uh, quicker?
4: It, it's a very good question, Andy, and, and I think that we know that we've had a collapse of the criminal justice system in a lot of places in Minnesota, and I, I don't see quite the impetus for doing this. I agree with you. Redemption is a good thing. People who fully serve their sentences and meet every requirement of their sentence, they should be restored to civil rights, all of them, not just the right to vote, but those who haven't should not. And many states are, of course, addressing this issue, and some of them are doing what it should be done. They're requiring that everyone finish, complete the the elements of their sentence, every bit of it, before they have civil rights restored, including voting. And it's not right to do it in any other fashion.
3: What is the the Upper Midwest Law Center doing as it relates to this uh, bill? Is there, there legal action?
4: Well, there isn't legal action yet uh, because, of course, as you know, it hasn't passed. Right. The whole legislature and been signed. But our view is that if it is, and of course, we now have a Democratic DFL trifecta with the two houses in majority and the governor. And so if they do do what they keep saying they're going to do, pass this bill, sign it and try to put it into effect, we will seek to have people who will. Victims, I think, would be the best candidate. So if you are out there among your listeners, if there are victims of, of criminals who fail to complete their sentence and are going to have their civil rights restored under this act, we hope you'll contact us because we would like to represent you in challenging that bill if it is passed. Now, if we head it off because they have a better a change of mind and realize they're doing the wrong thing or amend it accordingly... That would be a different matter. But we're looking to challenge it if it stays the text that we've seen in House File 3 to date.
3: We're talking to founder and president of the Upper Midwest Law Center. Go to umlc.org to learn more. If you want to uh, join the discussion, give us a call. We are live, 651-289-4488. And Doug Seaton and I would be happy to chat with you on the air about any questions you might have about freedom and liberty in our judicial process and bringing cases that are really at the cutting edge of those foundational elements of our republic, freedom and liberty. Uh, Doug, the next uh, case I wanted to ask you, or set of cases uh, that I wanted to ask you about, relate to election procedures. I know the legislature and our Secretary of State have been very busy to make sure (laughs) that, you know, all of their votes get counted. (laughs) So (laughs) what are we doing in terms of election procedures?
4: Well, we've taken a bunch of steps in that area. A couple of them, we've actually got some victories Andy, in which we haven't had to go forward in court because we've pointed out several counties and you know what the usual suspects would be hennepin oh. county ramsey county etc etc cetera, et cetera. we've actually gotten some cooperation in a number of the counties when we said look you haven't heard your voter rolls there are duplicate names on those voter rolls you've got to clean up your voter base and and get it straight and we've had we've we've got a number of the counties to voluntarily comply just in the threat of litigation and you know that's how it works sometimes you get compliance and that's a good thing you don't have to bring lawsuits if we get compliance so that's happened with with the uh the failure originally to purge the list to remove duplicates uh, we we hope to have it happen also in the case of a number of uh of situations we've seen where people adjudged incompetent are being preyed on and their votes are being stolen and used Votes they aren't legally entitled to cast by people who are obviously abusing them and and uh, and using those votes, uh, which don't mean anything, which shouldn't be cast in the first place. What about place? the we signature
3: got, verification issue, Doug? That that has one. been an issue in other states uh, quite acutely.
4: Yes, we that's one we have had to sue on. And we've sued because the Secretary of State has issued a rule. So we've had to bring the case against the state in effect that says that the only thing that can be determined to be a a failure to match signatures is if there is a different name on on the ballot as opposed to the envelope in which it's submitted. Now, that's not what the statute says. The statute says the ballot boards, the absentee ballot boards, have the right and the duty to compare signatures and to determine if they really match, and that's something they have an obligation to do under the law. We don't think the Secretary of State can abridge that and say that it's not not appropriate for them to do it, except when there's a different name on the ballot. You and I have had experience in the law with signatures that are are forged. I've got a case going on with a forged one. We may get. A I just had one about. as well. You're right. <laughs> And, and that takes more than just saying oh, it's a different name. That's not what people do when they forge. They, they they put the same name on. They try to mock a signature. And we've had that happen a few times. And so we, we are fighting to get that statute enforced and to have a rule the Secretary of State has issued that is in variance with the statute. You and I know that's not the way it works. No. You have a statute. you got to comply with it and enforce it and implement it. You can't overturn it by rule and you know and, and that's
3: something that. worth mentioning to you know r- reminding everyone of and that is the Secretary of State, part of the executive uh, triumvirate or uh, quad group is part of the executive enforcement branch. The legislature, the legislative branch is different. They uh, establish the laws, and then the executive has to carry them out and enforce them. That does not mean rewriting them. (laughs) It doesn't mean ignoring them. And this is a rewrite. Same sort of thing happened out in Pennsylvania, where they effectively ignored the legislature and went and counted votes that the legislature had said, you know, shouldn't be counted uh, because of the time frame in which they were received, etc. And so going to the courts, the third branch of government is really the only way to resolve that. And that's what the Upper Midwest Law Center is doing. So that is. We're gonna talk a little more about that on the other side of uh, this short break, doug. and And uh, we're gonna also talk about denial of vaccine exemption, something our law firm knows a lot about. We've got a few cases yes. uh, that we are working on right now. We're going to, we're talking with Doug Seaton, founder and president of the Upper Midwest Law Center. And we're going to continue the discussion about the important freedom and liberty cases brought by the UMLC. Go to UMLC.org during this short break. You know, don't stay there too long because you got to come back and listen to what the president and founder has to say on the subject. But go to ParkerDK.com as well. Yeah, you'll see my mug there. You'll see a bunch of other lawyers. <laughs> it's It's a wise counsel and winning results law firm. ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back after this short break, and I look forward to you you staying with us. AM
1: 1280, The Patriot.
3: How about this MyPillow guy? He turns his life around, invents a product that revolutionizes the sleep industry... But that is not enough. He launches a whole store of sleep and bath-related products. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. Not about the law, but rather about high-quality sleep, which translates into high-quality living. And there's nothing better for high-quality sleep than My Pillow Sleep Goods. And I'm not just talking pillows. I've got most of the My MyPillow Sleep product line, from the 400-thread count bed sheets to the mattress topper to the waffle blankets, down comforters, and the sleepwear, all top quality. Go to MyPillow.com to place your order or call 1-800-334-8902. Get up to 66% off with the special offer code VICTORY. Up to 66% off on your entire order with the special offer code
7: VICTORY. Immaculate Conception School is now accepting enrollment applications for fall 2023. Financial aid and scholarship funding still available. Schedule a tour today. Learn why Immaculate Conception School is your child's firm foundation. Search Immaculate Conception School.
5: Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with a special half-price offer from AM1280 The Patriot and breathe freedom from nicotine. Get one program for $250. That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $250 for one person, and you could save thousands this year. Call The Patriot today at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800.
1: You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more.
6: Go to ParkerDK.com.
3: We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and thank you once again. Thank you very much. I'm grateful for you each week listening. 4 to 5 p.m., 1280 a.m., The Patriot, replaying on Freedom 1570 at 6 to 7 p.m. So if you miss it at 4 to 5 or miss part of it even, go listen in 6 to 7 on Freedom 1570. Pick us up on our podcast. Just look at, you know, you go to the app. You see that little podcast symbol. You click on that. Then it comes up, and you go to the search thingy, and you do the searching and you put in my name, Andrew Parker, and the Andrew Parker podcast will come up. You can listen to many shows. You can hear Doug Seaton from the last time he was on. You can hear him today or many more shows. Give us a call if you want to join in the discussion today as we talk about the judicial system and legal cases to protect our freedoms and liberty and to bring common sense back to some policy when the legislature goes haywire or the executive ignores the legislature or they're fighting amongst them. The judicial branch, the legal process is the way to resolve it. And unfortunately, it is now cancel culture and other impacts have uh, creeped into the judicial process and we've got to make sure they stay out. We're talking to the founder and president of the Upper Midwest Law Center, go to umlc.org, that is Doug Seaton. Doug, um, uh, in terms of the vaccine mandate, uh, we all saw the impact that the pandemic, that COVID-19 had on folks, and, and it was... Horrific, really. It it was a terrible uh, illness uh, to get. Many did not survive. Many did, but have uh, difficulties on and on. The vaccine worked with others, didn't, created more problems, uh, depending on your health condition. But it sure did impact people's lives across the board, particularly when our government officials closed us down, locked us down. But in addition, people lost their jobs due to this pandemic. And now the judicial system is trying to sort it out. Do you have any vaccine mandate, vaccine exemption cases?
4: Yes, Andy, we do as well as, as your firm. We, we brought several... Um, typically, we handle a case or two in an area because resources are limited. But in this area, we decided there are so many violators, we've got to go after them and see what shakes out. So we've sued the Federal Reserve based on many employees getting terminated. In some cases, they they were denied their uh, their exemptions. In other cases, they actually had them yanked after they already had them when they had a vaccine exemption. And this is a invented thing Uh, religious accommodations have been in place for decades yeah employers have done them regularly all of a sudden everybody gets denied and we think it is politically motivated we're afraid on the part of some of these employers so astrazeneca is one (laughs) kind of surprising maybe yeah and then the federal reserve as well so we i was surprised
3: to see the federal reserve as an employer that is you know i mean frankly, most of the the plaintiffs that we have worked for hospitals. They were healthcare workers. Right. And, yeah. you know, there was, you know, some argument at least that, oh, they need to be at work, they need to be protecting, they need to wear all this, you know, garb, and they're, they're dealing with people in a, a, a compromised position, and so they need to be vaccine, vaccinated, et cetera. But Federal Reserve, I'm not tracking on why they would have some sort of special exemption or ignoring the exemptions
4: it's very bizarre and as you know this is not a retail bank this is a this is not a lot of walk-in traffic at the federal reserve we had employees who had had worked remotely for a long time had no real direct uh, encounter with with people in person at all and yet they somehow got their exemption denied or yanked away from them at a point in time. So we think it's wrong. We've sued them in the unemployment comp system to get proper payments. And we've sued them in uh, starting at the EOC, as you know, you have to do in federal court. i have started to defile those federal complaints as well, saying we were denied our religious exemption. That's a, that's a violation of the Civil Rights Act. And we're going to pursue you all the way through the court system, if necessary. And we're hoping we get some accommodations. We all know that these these mandates are falling away everywhere. They're beginning to be rolled back. Somebody told me today, well, I think it's only the Ann Arbor schools who are still still operating under mandates, which may be predictable. I think think that's that's, about
3: it. Yeah, I think that's true. And, you know, the other thing is there have been some good court decisions that have come down on the subject of terminating employees uh, when they have a clear exemption.
4: That's correct, and we mean to use those. We mean to get some remedies for these people. It's not fair. We've had 25-year employees with an unblemished record terminated for failing to adhere to this requirement or having their their, uh, uh, exemptions yanked. It's not right. So we mean to fight those fights. Religious accommodation is important to us. As you know, we won the case against the governor to force him not to discriminate against churches and synagogues and other houses of worship under the shutdown orders. So this is a a very important part of our fight is to fight to defend religious liberty and religious accommodations where they're appropriate for people. You know, the
3: other important part of your fight that I am aware of at uh, the upper Midwest law center is with respect to public sector unions. And I want to spend some time talking to you about public sector unions. As you know, I've spent most of my legal career fighting against, public sector unions, fighting public sector unions in the legal process through transit and other uh, such uh, unions. Uh, I spoke not long ago about the 50-year, at the time, a 50-year mistake, and that was allowing for (laughs) public sector collective bargaining. And Wisconsin, who started it all, finally got it right under Governor Walker, uh, to do away with that, but you have, before we get into generally about public sector unions, uh, you have a a case involving union forgeries of of dues deduction.
4: Yes, we have the Todd case, Andy, which is a case it, in it, that follows the Janus case, and as you know, the Janus case said you can't require public employees to sign up with a the union. They don't have to join. They don't have right? to pay if they choose not to. It was a watershed case, a big deal. Landmark case, landmark case. But the unions have done their best to nullify that decision, hide it under a bushel basket. Nobody knows about it. They won't tell their own members and employees in the public sector about it. And so we're fighting that fight all the time. And in this case, of all things, as you know, the Janus decision said, there must be a knowing waiver, clear and convincing evidence of a knowing waiver by the employee of their right not to join or support or pay any fees to a public sector union. Well, in the case of Todd, his signature was forged. <laughs> How on earth is a forged signature a clear and convincing, clear and convincing evidence of a knowing waiver of your, your constitutional rights? So we say this is wrong. We got to have a Miranda warning for public sector employees, just like we get for criminal suspects so that they know they don't have to do this. And this is one case we think should not be ignored by the courts. We're in the Eighth Circuit at this point. We, with this decision, we're hoping uh, this case, we're hoping we get a reading from the Eighth Circuit Court that says, this is wrong, and we're going to let you go forward with this case. And Because if, if we can't win when the signatures are forged, we don't know what good the waiver theory the, the yeah. Supreme Court in Janus, is. What good is it? So we want them to give them a Miranda warning. That's our shorthand view of this. Give these public employees a Miranda warning when they first walk in the door with the public employer. Well, when
3: When we come back after this short break, we're going to talk about public sector unions and why the work that the Upper Midwest Law Center is doing is so, so very important. It's important to all of us as we start to look at the ballooning costs related to uh, government. And that is employee pay, benefits, etc. Uh, by the government. And as you know, if you have the choice between the government doing uh, carrying out a program or the private sector carrying out a program... Uh, 999 times out of 1,000, you're going to want the private sector yeah. to carry out yeah. the program. Yeah. And you don't have to go far uh, to learn why that or to get some examples as to uh, 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 government failure versus private sector success. We're talking to Doug Seaton, founder and president of the Upper Midwest Law Center. Go to uh, umlc.org. We're going to take a quick break. Stay with us for our final segment. We're going to talk about public sector labor unions, and we may have time to talk about a California auto emissions appeal. They're trying to bring California laws to the great state of Minnesota. Yeah, what took them so long, right? Hey, God. (laughs) We'll be right back after this short break. Go to parkerdk.com and give us a call, 651-289-4488, and we'll try to get you on the air in the few minutes we have left. We'll be right back. AM
1: 1280, The Patriot.
3: A record of success second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, send cases to us to handle when they can't. If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk if it's a big deal, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, wise counsel winning results. Go to parkerdk.com.
7: Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines, plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With extra money, you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping so stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight let one of our smart fares expert travel agents find the best price for you call smart fares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet
3: 800-989-0841 800-989-0841 800-989-0841 that's 800-989-0841 the best way to get a good night's sleep is having a good pillow. One that won't go flat. One that you can wash and dry as many times as you want, and it maintains its shape. One that is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. Well, there's one place and only one place where you can get all of that, and that's from the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, the creator of the best pillow that revolutionized the sleep industry. Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever right now. You can get a queen-size premium My Pillow for 29.98. That's a $40 savings. King pillows are only $5 more. How do you order? Call 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902 or go to mypillow.com and use the discount code VICTORY. That's right, discount code VICTORY for this special offer. We're back. And you're back too. Thanks for joining us once again on this wonderful Sunday. We're talking to Doug Seaton, president and the founder of the Upper Midwest Law Center that brings cases to court. In protection of our freedoms and liberties, and, we, uh, and one of the areas that they attack readily is the area of public, public sector labor unions. Because it so distorts or has no relationship to the market system, to our marketplace, to our economic structure. Uh, everybody in the room <laughs> is there to raise the government employees' wages and benefits. Why? Because all they have to do is go to the taxpayer to get more money. It's not their money. When it's not your money, you know, you can just spend it like a drunken sailor and hope you get th- don't get thrown out the next time around, which most of them don't. You know, back in 2011, I spoke on a a, a panel about public sector labor unions. Everyone else on the panel was, like, uh, feverishly supportive of them. And, And, of course, I wasn't. In 1958, New York City first allowed public sector labor unions. Wisconsin was the first state in 1959. And in 1962, the federal government permitted it. And now you've got these enormous federal employee unions. That was JFK in 62. It's been a 50-year explosion. Let me give you some statistics. And I saw this on my desk. I have gone through two separate law firms, and I still have this pile of papers from my talk because it's one of the most important talks I have ever given on public sector labor unions. They haven't asked me back since, by the way. So the number of members... Back in '08, was of public sector unions, seven point nine million, and it's an enormous percent—like thirty-eight percent like 38% of all government workers are unionized. And in the private sector, it's like seven percent. Okay, that tells you one thing: uh, government employees total in 1959 when it started was 8.2 million now $22.5 million. that's how huge not now but that was back in 09 it's it's been 10 12 13, what 14 14 years since then uh 22 and a half million wages up astronomical nearly double in the in the in the public sector whereas in the private sector uh they they go up according to the market Doug what do you You know, what do you say about how Wisconsin got collective bargaining out of the public sector? And what can we do in the legal process to at least rein in public sector labor unions?
4: It's a very important question, Andy, and you've got it in a nutshell in your statements. Because in the private sector, more power to unions who really get selected by employees to be representing them. But that doesn't – in the public sector – the problem is it's a monopoly, as you said. There's nobody, everybody on both sides of the table is out to raise your taxes. And there is no way to say you can't ask too much or will the competition will undercut us and you won't get those wages anyway because we'll have to lay people off. We won't win in the marketplace. That's the danger of the public sector. So it's a bad economic deal for taxpayers. It's also bad for citizens, same people, taxpayers, citizens. Because, in effect, what happens is the government is taken over by the unions. Now, I don't yeah. blame the public employees, but the unions run the show. We've seen how the teachers' union has run run our schools, run them into the ground. Now they dictate freighter.
3: what curriculum is, effectively.
4: They, they dictate They dictate that. You know, they Doug, we've got a
3: caller things. on line one. I want to oh, go to them while we still have time so that you're able to respond. Uh, Bring up the caller on uh, line one for us, Spencer. Hello?
5: Yes, go ahead. You're on the air, the victory hour. Yeah, hi. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. I'm curious, are you making any forward motion with your uh,
2: possible lawsuit involving the radical indoctrination of students and public employees concerning the new uh, teacher uh, licensing standards that are going to be implemented in Minnesota beginning in 2025? Are you working with the Child Protection League on that, too?
3: Thank you very much, caller. Doug, go ahead.
4: Yes, yes. Thank you, caller. We are indeed doing that. We're watching. that Those rules are not final yet, but the licensure rule that would bring uh, gender gender ideology, extreme gender ideology and, and critical race theory into the requirements for getting a teacher's license, you'd have to affirm these things so that we put it is uh, Jews, Christians, Muslims need not apply because you can't do that from a faith perspective and affirm these things. But yes, we're going to challenge it. We're looking for teachers or about to be teachers who are in a position to challenge that because they would have to go through the licensure process. So we'd urge your, your listeners, Andy, if there are any of them out there, including the caller, if you are in that position or you know people that are, please refer them to us So we're in a position to challenge as soon as we can, when the rule is, we will attack those rules. We've already submitted material to the ALJ, and we we have a record already in front of the ALJ, the administrative law judge who heard the the issues on the rule. But when the rule is finalized, we're going to sue and fight back with the support of, of the Parents Alliance and many other organizations as well. Thank you for the call.
3: That was uh, the caller, Daniel, from Invergrove Heights, and we thank him very much uh, for that call and question. You know, uh, critical race theory being taught in the schools and the impact that unions and other political activists uh, have on our kids uh, when you're talking about schools and education, on the delivery of systems, uh, whether they be transportation systems, mail systems, uh, a whole range uh, of public sector programs that we have out there, they unionize. And the wages and benefits, the increase in wages and benefits, I had this back in 08 during the recession. Amazing. During the recession uh, time period, wages for the private sector remained flat virtually. Wages in the public sector nearly doubled at a time when people were struggling. Nearly doubled. And, you know, people might say, well, that means collective bargaining is working. No, that money doesn't grow on trees in the backyard. You know, we're paying. We're talking to Doug Seaton today, and thank you very much, Doug. Very good work at the Upper Midwest Law Center. Founder and president of the Upper Midwest Law Center, Doug Seaton. Thank you for joining us again on the Victory Hour. And go to UMLC.org. Donate. Contribute. Very important organization. We'll be back next week hour with Andrew Parker, uh, for uh, Congressman keyboard, Pete Stauber. So council, make sure to join us 4 o'clock Sunday. Until then, have a great week.
1: Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty. AM 1280, The Patriot Some days I feel so down, I can barely get out of bed. Is this depression?
6: Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment, and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org, sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station.
1: Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today